Make sure to work at your human limit. That sounds like a human resources problem. Either a human resources problem. Yeah, I was gonna say that sounds like a bad <laughs> slogan because it's like no breaks, yeah, no relaxing. Operate at the it, absolute it maximum you can. A little bit scary. Yeah, okay, I know maybe, it does. never mind. Maybe don't operate at the human limit. What is up, over inspected? This is well, no, we are over inspected, right? Anyway, whatever. Hello, hello. Uh, it's Manu back at it again with Chai and Carrie as always. And hello. you know what? We're gonna start this podcast episode off with a bit of <laughs> cubing news. Wait, I kind of wanted. What, what, wait, what, wait, wait. Where are you going? Like, doo, 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 doo. was that what you were trying to do? Okay, it was no. I didn't want to do MLG Game Horn because I think it sounds really annoying. Like, you know, how, like there's like whatever a newscast starts there. They have like this little like theme. So I don't oh, know. Yeah, it's like we, it's really we, bombastic. Kind of like. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, I'm like I'm like playing yeah. like the horn and whatever. I, I think it'd be really funny if we turned this into a segment. You know, like cubing news. You know, something like that. Oh, some YouTube channels already do that. Well, I guess it's not a segment, yeah. it's their entire channel. But, like, every week they have, like, all the NRs and, like, CRs and WRs. Yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah. in any case, Copyright so, theft? Well, a great, well, greatest we actually, week, great, greatest we, week we actually have cubing news today. We actually have, we actually have a lot <laughs> yeah, of cubing news. Yeah, we do news, have cubing so news. Let, let's, let's get right to it because your time is valuable and my time is really valuable, too. Okay, anyway, in major cubing news, today... Uh, this weekend actually was, I believe it was Northeast Championships. I should have figured, I should have looked at this earlier. No, it's Mid-Atlantic Championship. I'm an idiot. Anyway, <laughs> so big, big story coming out of Mid-Atlantic Championship this weekend. Tommy Cherry. Tommy Cherry is the, the guy whose name is on everyone's lips. That sounds really stupid to say, but it is true because he broke not one, but two world records today in two different events. I wonder how many times that's happened like ever like whenever one person has broken two world records in two different events on like the same day i feel like it can't be that often but i bet Tommy... i feel like it's happened well, though i'm pretty sure I, it's I happened like it's happened but like it's like max park with like six by six and seven by seven but like yeah that's these are two different still. events that are from polar opposites of the right right so tommy field. got a 261 clock single world record and also for 3x3 Blindfolded, which is the event I think he's probably most well known for, uh, he got a 14.72 mean, a sub-15 mean of 3. And 3-blind is a really interesting one because for in order to get a mean, you can't make any mistakes across 3 solves. It's not like an average of 5 where you can get 1 DNF. This one you have to be perfect across 3 solves. And it's 3-blind of all things too, right? So, amazing job. Congratulations to Tommy. And yeah, I mean... You, you guys, uh, if you are just hearing about it, or you perhaps you've heard about it before, but pretty crazy that he was able to get. I don't know the fact that just two different events, and they're drastically different events, is mind-boggling to me. It, it's mind-boggling, yeah. but for Tommy, it's it's not super surprising because if people know Tommy, like true. he takes he takes those events very seriously, and true, he's an all-rounder. But the skill set that it takes to actually do that is is borderline insane. And just to like kind of like highlight the importance of the three blind world record, um, it's sub fifteen, right? So the previous world record held by L.A. Kabalanski, fifteen oh five mean. And then, and then Tommy had had that the record before that for like mm -hmm. yep over right. two years. I think it was like fifteen point two four. So it's been like holding steady, barely above fifteen for a while. Yeah, and I remember, God, I'm trying to think. 
I remember in US Nats 2019, Max Hilliard got a 15 second single. That's right, 15.50. And now. In that's... finals? Yeah, it was like, yeah, finals, because it was like. I, I want to say it's one of the last solves that happened during that round, or it was just really good timing. That it was and like, everyone was watching and it was on the pointed. stream. I right. think it was the yeah. finals. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say, maybe you're going to mention this, Chai, just that with Tommy Cherry, I think in a way it makes sense that you know he's good at both clock and three blind because the method he uses for clock, which is seven simul, involves a lot of kind of doing quick math calculations or er arithmetic calculations during mm. inspection. Oh, so right. yeah. I think it takes a lot of the skills of doing qu like quick thinking, you know, against the clock, like. I guess pun <laughs> this is good pun. Right, like, um, during inspection, you're like trying to trace everything together, and like some combination of like visualization and arithmetic, right? Right. Yeah, that's what he. I, I remember he, he said that in his tutorial video that like in order to do it fast, you have to not think of it as like seven minus two, but think of it more like when you like see a clock at seven o'clock and a see a clock at five o'clock. There's just a visual dis a distance of two, mm. and like that's just a more intuitive, off the cuff thing that your brain can do and it's faster i guess yeah yeah yeah. i mean that's almost really related to this thing where like if you ask if you give people like images of like like dots right there, there's a certain number of dots and you ask them to count it as as fast as possible right if the oh, number gonna, of like, dots, segment them right so if the number of dots are between three and six people count them instantly like there's no calculation necessary but once you start to get to seven eight nine dots people start grouping them together but they're not counting yeah. each dot individually, and they certainly are not doing like three plus three plus three. It's just like, ah, there are three groups of three, therefore there must be nine. So mm -hmm. the, the brain is really good at doing like really visual things like that, which is probably why he mentioned it in that video. Yeah, yeah, I have heard the same thing. Um, but I guess, is this where we pivot to what the episode's topic is? Yeah, yeah, so, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so let, let's move in that direction. So yeah, so especially since we're already talking about clock, right? So as Carrie mentioned, um, Tommy is using this relatively new method for clock called seven simul, um, which is, I believe, the way it works is, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but basically, like when you look at a clock, um, there's a front side and a back side, and traditionally, or what's been done in the past is you would solve the the cross the center and then the four edge clocks on one side and then you would flip the clock over to the other side solve that cross again and then do the corners that's how it's all basically always been done and that's how it's, it used to be done for a very long time people knew that there were other methods to do clock but that was basically everyone used the same method and then i think relatively recently i want to say in the last couple of years um the concept of doing this no flip method became more and more popular um, people were at least looking into it and people were at least trying it out. Um, there's, I think, the former world record holder, uh, Yoon Hao Lu. Caleb. Oh. I, I, think, I think he was the one, I, I, at least the one that, the no flip tutorial that I watched was also called the Lu method. Um, mm, and right. that, one, that one is really interesting. And no flip is exactly what you think it is. You can solve the whole clock without flipping the clock over to the other side in the middle of the solve. So obviously you have to flip it over during inspection. Um, but yeah, you, you flip the clock over, you do a bunch of calculations, basically figure out how to solve the cross on the back side um, during, while you're solving the cross on the front side. So you can, while some of the pins are up, you're doing the clock on the front side, and the pins that are down, you're solving the clocks on the back side. 
and it's very very interesting and it was very difficult to kind of translate that into um into like actual competitive results because it's very hard everyone was used to just doing one step at a time basically but this required you to do two steps at a time you have to do all the calculation in 15 seconds of inspection which is already hard enough as is and then now like i remember not that long ago i remember hearing about seven simul um and it was a when i heard about it it was still in like development and i think i saw tommy's introduction video to it and so that's when i first heard about it this must have been must have been like i want to say august or september yeah, it's pretty recent isn't it? yeah it's a, it's a pretty new thing that people are doing right 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 and it's it's a huge breakthrough and you know, I think like a lot of people like knew that Noflip existed, um, but didn't really know how it would translate to the competition. And now with this world record, it is very clear that like the old method, which I believe is called the Pokemon method or whatever, that method is dead. Uh, I think I think it, it 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 got saturated and it had reached its its competitive potential. And now we are on the era of no flip methods in Clock, which I think is very very exciting. Um, for an event that people thought was like, this event is so boring, it's not even a twisty puzzle, everyone does the exact same thing, we now have a radical innovation, um, and a radical innovation that works, uh, which I think is very, very cool. Radical yeah, innovation yeah. and deeply complex. Yeah, like, yeah, it's hard, it, it requires skill. Like, the old Pokemon method was was extremely straightforward. That, that method is the same method that you would use if you didn't know how to solve the clock and you're just figuring it out for the first time. But this one is on a whole yeah. different level. And I think like when, whenever a new method like takes off and then ends up getting the world record, it's always really impressive to me because that means they have to kind of break through all the barriers of like sub 10, sub 9, sub 8 in the same amount of time that like the old method had like 20 years to do right. that. Right. It's basically like, you know, working against the, or like not against the clock, I'm not gonna use that pun again. <laughs> basically like it has to be like significantly better than the other method to take over which it did yeah and it's obviously it's significantly better and you can clearly see with an event that shows uh, so short in time span and people when they were when they were flipping they were using the pogman method like it was still a very fast event mm -hmm. every millisecond counts and i think stanley chapel one time did an interview when clock was still considered a shunned event and he was like what is the hardest event to do and he said clock the reason why he said clock precision, is because of the, the dexterity yeah, yeah so it's yeah. it's pretty insane so well i guess this poses the question for clock right so it's at 2.61 right yep 261 single yeah do you guys see what where do you guys see the limit of clock can you even imagine the limit of the clock single and maybe the clock average well, like what does that look okay. like? I guess I haven't looked at the the two point six one world record, but I I am thinking like, if it took seven actual turns, then, you know, if you get lucky, what what is it? There's like a, maybe one in twelve squared chance that like, you can skip one of the turns. Prob actually prob almost certainly higher. Lucky cases in clock happen all the time. In oh a typical, yeah. In a typical average of five, there are usually at least two to three average, two to three lucky cases that you can take advantage of. Okay, okay, I see. I see. So I'm just thinking, like, well, again, I don't know if maybe the 261 was already, already had the lucky skip there, but if it didn't, then, like, it could drop by one-seventh of the time. But I should just search mm. myself before making 
baseless claims. Well, it's kind of hard. Would... It's kind of hard to see what they're doing. All you can count is right. how many turns right. they did, or like how many sets of turns it. Because you can turn multiple at the same time, right? Right. Or right, multiple right. gears. So it, it's really hard to tell because clock is, well, one of the least spectator-friendly events to hold because you just can't see anything. Right. In fact. If we were to make clock spectator friendly, you definitely need over the shoulder. You 100% <laughs> so, need to do over the shoulder. Yeah. It's really hard it, to it, watch. It would not work otherwise. Um, yeah, if it, you're watching clock from like the edge on, you're not. You can't really see anything. No, 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 it just looks weird. It, it looks so strange. I, yeah, it's it's hard to watch from the front. But I mean, if you were to go watch the footage right now, until Tommy like breaks it down, it, it's kind of hard to tell. But I mean, if you think about seven sets of turns, is sub. Is sub two as a single? Like, I wonder what they would think of sub two, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. What if yeah. we like? What is the clock? Uh, old, what do you call it? WB. Oh, that's God. a good one. I I don't know what the WB is. Right the now. unofficial world record. Dude, I have no idea. Yeah, it might this, be worth like just like well, yeah, quick, this is quick worth fact check. Before you find out, like, guess. Do you think it's gonna be sub two or not? Like, think it's two point one. I think it, I think it's it could not be sub two. Oh, you don't think it's sub two? So. You don't think it's sub two? I think it could be sub two. I think it could be like one nine x. I don't. I don't think so. Okay, Chai disagrees. I will say it's one eight x. I just want to choose a different thing. Okay, okay. I can't find it on YouTube because they would label it Rubik's Clock World Best, right? Almost certainly, yeah. Well, isn't there a list of unofficial world records? Oh, where would you look for that? Uh, the speed cubing thing. Well, okay, to keep the podcast going. Right, um, right. So bizarre. I, I was just going to quickly mention, like, uh, Chai, you also brought up Stanley Chapel earlier. He is another data point that you can be good at blind and clock at the same time. Oh, true. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even comprehend that. So now we're getting more pa- more data points to form a pattern. True. Also, by the way, I I watched I just watched the world the clock WR video, and it's 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 actually really funny. I think because. So Tommy is solving the clock. He, oh, he, I he know puts exactly it, what you're talking about. He puts it down. He sees the time. He's like, he's like, oh my goodness, like this, this is gonna be the world record. And he's like, you need to flip over this clock to the judge. Please flip this over. Flip, 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 right? Which is well, so, like, false, so a lot of times that the judge doesn't really know clock as well as the competitor. Well, obviously in this case because the competitor is the best in the world. Right. But then the yeah. judge is like, what do you mean? What do you mean flip? Like it can be. It's just kind of funny how frantic the flip, flip, flip is. Dude, even I have to tell, like, my judges, like, because they'll start writing the time, like, no, you need to flip this because I need to know if I messed up or not. Well, because it's super easy to. It's super easy to have one single dial off. Yeah, yeah. It's so, so easy. Like, yeah, yeah. But in any case, yeah, so I'm watching that, right? And he's turning insanely fast. So I thought that maybe he's, like, not turning as fast as he could because... You're having to do simultaneous moves, but clearly he's oh. put a loads and loads Hi. of practice into this. So okay, um, I, I, I mean, I, wait, it's, it's a great it time. Like half as an hour. Is. and okay, it's actually, I think it's actually going to be pretty difficult to cut this down. But I mean, lucky case is bound. But I do think that the single that's currently at hand, two six, two point six, basically two point six one, that could be the future world record average. I think. I, I mean, you yeah, I, so? of course, of course, it totally. Could yeah, be. I think so. Well, I, I think the world record average could be sub two point five. Really? I, I think so, just based off of what I'm seeing here, because, like, I mean, the other thing, too, is, like, with this new methodology, like, as Manu mentioned, we haven't seen a lot of situations where the lucky cases have showed up, and Clock has got a lot of those situations. Yeah, Yeah, but to get a, get a good average, you have to get lucky four times out of five. It's, yeah. it's, not, it's not insanely unlikely. Like, 
Okay. I, I think if you know how to take advantage of some of those cases, and the, so the other thing that Tommy is doing right now is I, I'm just completely theory crafting. This could be completely off base, um, as a disclaimer. I wonder if there's a case where instead of solving the opposite side cross, like as you see it, kind of as if you were to do a Y two, if it's possible to do it, if you were to do a Y two and like a Z rotation, or Y two. As yeah, like well, like kind of kind of solve it from like a different orientation, even, and maybe that could give you better or worse cases. I I don't know. I'm just coming up with stuff. Are you saying like, uh, I'll solve it with like a ninety degree turn so that like your grip isn't isn't as awkward or something? Uh, no, no. So like the grip wouldn't necessarily change, but the, perhaps the order that you do things in is e either easier to remember or B, like let's say like you have to do zero on one pin, but it ends up being zero on both sides, so you can just completely skip that pin. Mm. Okay, like maybe okay, there's maybe there's a sequence or something. Like, I don't know. Like th this th that might not work. <laughs> I, I haven't thought this through. Yeah. See, I have well, a... No, go ahead, Carrie. Oh, I was just gonna say that like, if this episode is about like what do we think the human human limit of clock is, um, basically like I, I don't think si seven simul is the end. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, like, really? it's kind of like think... not safe to say that anything is ever the end unless you're doing like Rubik's magic. <laughs> yeah, I guess in that one, uh, the first person, the first person we learned how to solve it, that was the end. There, there was nothing yeah, else. That was, that was pretty there much was the end. Else to magic. <laughs> magic ended instantly. I know, I know, no. But like, yeah, with clock, like we thought it was at the human limit, but then it wasn't. And right. then Chai, you said two point five average, sub two single. Did, did anyone end up finding out what the WB was? Or was it no. Well, it's interesting. Like, I it looks like the the website that used to have all the unofficial world records, I can't find it anymore. Mm. Like, yeah, there's a chance that maybe they got taken down or something. Maybe or got maybe taken down because like too too many people were like spamming it. It's hard to upload. Like, it's hard to keep track of it. Probably as like the like or the hard to keep track post. of like who's legit and who's not. Right. 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 Yeah. Like that's probably an issue I had. I can imagine that to be a problem. Oh, so this um, is interesting, actually. Apparently, Tommy actually got a sub-3-7 simul unofficial six months ago. Oh, yeah, I think I heard about that. So, like, Wait, this isn't even that big of a drop Wait, for are him. you talking about the single? Single, single. Yeah, what, what was it, like, 2.87 or something? 2.92 two is what I see on his channel right now. Oh, 2.92, okay. So I mean, like... he does have an official sub-3 before this one. I'm yes. Yeah, I think two, that's it. Two nine that's nine, not, I think. That's yeah. not that 7 was... simul? I don't know. Actually. Oh, it might not have been. Well, actually, it, it was four. It was four months ago, so maybe it was seven simul. I think it probably was seven simul. Yeah, he was using seven simul by four months ago. Okay. Yeah. Well, in any case, that kind of invalidates our point a little bit. But I think it's like a, I think it's like a huge. I, I still think it's a huge deal because it's like, a breakthrough. It's a yeah, breakthrough because like I think the more I think, people use if it. If anything, too. if anything, it cements it, right? Because maybe maybe there's like one one-off record that's seven simul, but then we find some other method or Pacman makes it come back out of nowhere right um but the fact well, that like, I, think... I guess there's, there's like a there's a good history like a six month at least history that like seven simul is on is like way better than anything we've ever seen so mm -hmm. right yeah i was gonna say that i think uh pockman did make a comeback because i think jacob chambers the previous world record holder used like the standard method okay with flipping but then the one before that like caleb trelford used no flip so it's kind of it's kind of gone back and forth but like I think there will be a point of well, I know we talked about this earlier point of no return where it's like the no flips are far enough ahead of the flips that like you just the flips can't get it back right right or right. it could keep flipping back and forth who knows 
I mean, just the time. Carrie, Carrie, you're on fire with these puns today. I really yeah. feel like it, like it's just the terminology lends itself too easily. Like, don't call the Rubik's <laughs> clock if you don't want people to say the word clock all the time. Good point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's wait, point. wait, wait. Let's pivot a little bit. So we're talking okay. about like these yeah. new innovative methods. Um, so, if you guys are in the keeping news, I think there's another event where it's great to have that conversation of whether or not this new method is going to be involved in the limit of this event. But if you guys are not aware, well now. We'll educate you. Educate me, baby. Method. There's a new method out there in the cubing atmosphere. Cubing sphere? <laughs> the cubing the cubosphere. E there's there's a new method in the cubing ethos. Um, <laughs> developed well not I don't I don't want to say developed, but pioneered by Ari Randis Pearson. Okay. Our Cuba's life friend, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Ari. Um, but yeah, uh OLL Parity Avoidance, OPA. Ah, yeah. that's what OPA stands for. That's what OPA stands for, All All Parity Avoidance on 4x4. Do you, so this is this a, can, you, can you give like a rundown of how it works, like at a super high level? Yeah, let me let me g uh, give a rundown of how it works, and obviously I don't know all the details because I'm not going to learn it, like just based off of my skill set. Yeah, yeah just, just something so, so yeah. enough so that like me and anyone yeah. else who's listening can like go look at it up for themselves. So essentially... Um, the parity state. I'm not. I'm not going to go into the definition of parity. I don't have that. So like the parity state of a puzzle can be like even or neg or even odd. or odd, yeah. right? And then that will dictate. I I don't know which one. I think if it's odd, you end up getting all a parity, mm -hmm. right? That's going to dictate whether or not you get all a parity or not. However, what an interesting there's an interesting discovery that the slice moves are what dictate the parity state of a 4x4. Mm -hmm. So, um, because of the slice moves, you can actually, almost with certainty, know the parity state by edge pairing. After, so after you solve your Yao edges and after you solve your Yao centers, I'm pretty sure you're gonna be able to know your parity state. I think you only and, have to solve uh, three centers and then it's already known. It's already oh. known. Okay, wow. even, even yeah. more interesting. So, because of that, Based off of the way that you decide to turn, you can actually count how many slice moves you have throughout the solve. And if you count and keep track, you're going to be able to know your parity state. Um, therefore, you can actually manipulate a certain move. You can do an extra slice move. You could just, if you know that it's even parity state, you just continue your solution as normal. Um, and then you're going to be able to avoid uh, all parity. I think you still get PLL parity, but. Yeah, you can still yeah. get PLL parity, but that's a lot faster to solve. It's way yeah. faster. And now, here's the, the reason the... for PLL parity is a lot, a lot more complicated, I think. Right. Now, now here's the trick to all parity, right? So the trick is that, well, like, okay, so you know your state, you can manipulate it, but, like, the big thing is that you have to trace your, your wing pieces. You have to do some counting and memoing. By doing that, you know you're starting uh, parity state. After that, everything, you have to manipulate mm. the cube in a certain way. So you kind of have to do like extreme look ahead and like thought in your turning throughout OPA. Mm -hmm. Do you know so, if that, if like doing that wing counting is similar to how we trace blind. wings in blind? Is it similar? Yeah, it's it very similar, I think. Yeah, Ooh, I think you literally can use four blind wing tracing if you want to, although that's like less efficient. It's, it's quite slow, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like the difference between like counting up to 15 versus counting whether a number is odd or even at all right okay okay right like right, right. makes sense 
Because all you need to know to do OPA correctly is like get even or odd correctly. Mm. But I, I guess like I think similar to Clock, 4x4 was an event that everyone was solving essentially the same ever since Yao became right. the norm in like 2012 or something. Um, and like it sort of felt like an event where like it would always stay the way that that's the fastest. So I think it's really nice. It's refreshing to see someone like Ari try something new and then put it in competition and prove that it works. Yeah, and then Ari is a very very fast forward for Kiber. Yeah. It's not he's not no slouch. Like look at the moment he's not as fast as Max Park, but he's up there in the world rankings. Right? I think he's like he's top ten or he was at some point top ten. Right, and then there are more and more people slowly but surely looking into Ola parity avoidance, right? And it's an interesting, thought-provoking question because 4x4 is a very established event. It's not only established on the methodology with Yao, like, I think most people recognize Yao as quite an efficient event in uh, method in terms of look-ahead capability and TPS. Mm -hmm. Right, mm -hmm. it kind of contorts the way you build the cube in a way to maximize both potentially, if you can. Right. I'm not saying Yao is the end-all be-all, obviously, because this is happening, right? Um, it's kind of like the CFOP for 3x3, in, in a sense of how prevalent it is. But not only is it like solidified by the method, it's solidified by the cuber, and that's Max Park. So right, we have true. a really, really solid foundation for like, well, how does this play into the field of like, does this actually push 4x4 forward? It's a really, really interesting question, and does this affect the limit of cubing? Like, is there a world where, let's say Max is always going to dominate 4x4, can he learn OPA? And can he do it, right? Like, and will that I, change I, something? I heard from somewhere that Max Park is probably not going to learn OPA. Like, I don't know if you've heard the same thing, but like, I think the idea is like, if you can execute OLPD really, really fast and you're kind of stick is that like your TPS is just really good sometimes just having to think about OPA is enough to make it not worth it because like it's just better to spam right. through TPS and I think you know right. Max has always been good at that right, although like right. with the 3.13 world record you know that did take some more advanced like techniques so you know maybe Max is not just doing TPS heavy solving anymore yeah I mean so the way that I see it is like it's it's a little bit this, this happens and also like in speedrunning communities as well someone discovers some trick or whatever but the trick is like very difficult to perform um i'm thinking like something like frame walk or carpetless in, in mario 64 and you know there's there's a divide some people like want to do frame walk because it because it's objectively optimal right the task would do something like it because it is like if you could do it perfectly you can save time but then it's also like a difficult trick that requires practice and you know even if you practice it a bunch it might not work um or there's you know some other downside so the way mm -hmm. i see it is that eventually everyone is going to have to move over to stuff like this because as soon as one person can pull it off they're just going to have a huge advantage in, in front of everyone else um if they can manipulate right. their their parity in this way right and so then the, the rest of the field kind of has to catch up it i don't know how similar this is to when csp first came around for square one. Oh right but it well, seems CSP... like it, it feels like it might follow the same trend just naively i mean a csp csp I... is algorithmic right so csp is like algorithmic based in that every cube shape has two algs that manipulate parity 
Yeah. Like, there's there's like I'll... odd parity and even parity, depending on the Correct. Number of and you can made. use one or the other alg for both. So you trace the parity state and then you execute one of two cube shapes. So right. I think that is that I think that's how CSP works. The difference with four x four is I think you have to periodically keep tracking. Yeah, Ty, first. I was gonna say the same thing. It's like with OPA, like as you're turning, like turn by turn, you have to keep track of this number. Right. Whereas CSP, like you have to do a lot during inspection, but once you do that inspection calculation, you're you can sort of turn as fast as you want, and like the the time post inspection will be like relatively close to maximum turn speed. Right, I guess because the difference is like the time horizon, right? Like for square one, for example, we know we know the optimal the cube shape algorithms for every for every single cube shape, and I think all cube shapes are less than seven slices. Yeah, seven is the yeah. kind of like God's number for a cube shape. Right. So, and seven is not that much, right? And so, and if right. you look at a cube shape, you know, like, okay, well, if I were to do it normally, it would take six slices. But six slices means that I'm going to get parity. Okay, so I need to insert another slice in here somewhere. So it's a small number I, where you can yeah. do that. Whereas, like with four by four, if you if we want to track even four centers, um, there's I think sorry three centers. That's that's really difficult to do. It takes a lot more than seven slices, for example. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, this is just a technicality, but I think that with CSP, it's not really about how how many slices you do. Oh, I see. It's it's sort of like a little more nuanced. I think it's about like how many slices that swap an odd number of corners. Ah, okay. An but odd number. But I think of yes. Okay, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I think like it doesn't like the the gist of it is the same, right? Like you you just have you have to do all, all your tracing and then figure out like choose alg one or alg two based on what okay. you get. Well, thank you um, for the correction, but, by the way. Oh, yeah. So here's yeah, the thing. But, so here's the thing with um, oh, yeah. with 4x4, like with OPA, um, I would love you guys' input if you guys think OPA will, like, push the limit. Like, do you guys think OPA is that game-changing method? Right? Well, I will I say, say that, like... game-changing, but, like, is it the next... Is it 7 Samuel 4x4? Well... If someone can come around with a max's turn per second and OPA, then like that will drop half of their solves by the time it takes to do OLL parity. And like, what does that take? Like two seconds for fast solvers? Maybe like one point eight seconds. Yeah. So that's, that's like a one second drop, which actually sounds huge, assuming that they can turn max speed, or well, not max's speed, but turn at maximum speed. Mm -hmm. And keep track of OPA, and I'm assuming they can't. So I think it's like, like maybe more like a half second drop. But either way, like yeah, I think, assuming all else is equal, like OPA kind of by definition has to eventually push the human limit. Like yeah, I think I think it's gonna be a prerequisite um, for any for at some point like all humans are gonna have to do do OPA. In order to in order to just squeeze out as much time as possible from the solves, the other thing which I'm not super familiar about, but so like what what current like gaps are there in four x four to improve on? Because that will also depend, right? Like if the current methods we have are like relatively airtight, and we have this one improvement OPA, then well that's great, right? We can improve the current method. But if the current method is kind of reaching its like limits, then maybe it's time that we try and look for another method, something else that we can do to like get past that barrier, you know? See, here's what I think. I think OPA is going to push the 4x4 limit forward 
but I think there's a caveat. I think it's going to be beyond Max Park's career. So I think oh. I think four x four is in a specific situation where Max is so dominant, like he he has so much to offer for four x four that I think OPA will just not be a be a big player in the world record singles and averages until Max decides that he's going to hang it up. Because like I don't think Max is going to be the cuber to implement OPA, and I think he's going to help hold the world record fine and dandy. As you guys mentioned, the next person to hold that world record. It might be years down the line. Like mm. he's so ahead of everyone, it's it's borderline insane. And like the 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 person that is going to break that world record has to do a combination of OPA and TPS, and that's just not something that I don't think it's possible. It's it doesn't exist yet, right? It doesn't exist yet. So in my opinion, I think there's two limits to four x four. The first limit is Max Park. And I think the next limit is like 10, 15 years down the line, truthfully, in my mm, opinion. Wow. There okay. is this component that 4x4 hardware could use a bit of a jump. Yeah, right, right, right. So for, yeah, 4x4 hardware could use a bit of a jump, which is why I think Max Park has a, like that limit, which I think is more entertaining. And I think it'll probably be like a sub 15 average. And then I think 4x4, he's going to do so many solves that the next world record is going to have no parity. He's probably going to get a PLL skip. Like, mm. I, I think it's just one of those things where it's really possible to see 4x4 be like 11, 12 seconds. Like, because, I, I don't... Because no parody is what, a, 1 out of 4? I just think that he's going to get lucky. Because he's not done QB. He's going to, like, getting lucky is not a crime. I think at this it's point, Max is going to churn out so many 4x4 solves, he's just going to get a nice case. And that's, like, very different compared to, like, 5x5 five five and 6, where, like, well, at that point, you make your own luck, right? Like I think four by four still exists in like a small enough like puzzle state to where like Interesting. a PLS okay. skip will matter mm, and no parity right, will matter. Right. And I think it will happen. I think so. I think like sub fifteen average, I could see Max doing that in the future. To yeah. be honest, well, as he's becoming more skilled. Yeah, I mean right now like world record world record single is only sixteen, right? And the world record average is like nineteen. So there's still quite a bit of ways to drop. But I yeah. guess, like you said, it's it's just about like getting those four or five lucky scrambles. Um, and but I yeah, guess, it's like yeah, yeah, that has happened at some point, right? Like someone is gonna get lucky, and it's just a matter of like when that happens. Like it could happen yeah. next week. It could be years from now. Yeah. Yeah, and I, like I guess there will be an era post Max, like which is crazy to think about, but you know. We never thought there would be a post Zemdegs era, but now here we are. Right, right. Actually, I and wanted I just, to highlight. A, I wanted to highlight oh. a point. I don't. Did you guys watch Timon's um, averages recently? I have not. I have not seen. Timon I watched has like this, one of them. Timon has this crazy average. I forgot what it was, but this guy got this 481 single, and it was the most beautiful tps solve i've ever seen in my life and my theory is true he's practicing his tps he's he, his averages are not there because he's spamming a lot of tps which goes to show at some point in this conversation of like theory crafting and looking ahead like i mean timon's one of the goats at it but it, with no tps it's only going to take you so far right right yeah yeah i yeah. think i saw that average too like it, it was just like 
Do you know which solve I'm talking no about? There's a very clear sub five that just looks borderline ridiculous. Yeah, it was like the fourth solve in an average, and like the camera yes. looks like it's like a fisheye yeah. lens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the solve I'm talking about. Like, and it well, was it's kind of weird because I don't. I usually don't watch the solve, so it's like kind of crazy <laughs> that the one that I do watch is the one that you talk about. Well, it was but insane. It, yeah, I mean, it, it was like it seemed like a, a high move count, right? It didn't seem like one that was using a lot of tricks that Timon typically uses to lower the move count to like 50. It could have been like 60 moves or something. It looked like he executed like a 60 move ALK. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. I am curious about that. Um, but are, are you like thinking about what the limit for 3x3 is now? Like, I think so. From event to event? I, I think... I think... You know, Timon and Max, they have one of the like the greatest rivalries of like the modern like cubing era mm -hmm. because of like how different they are and they're learning from each other. Timon's learning TPS. Max is changing his solve style. Yeah. Like for years, Max for years Max would have like reconstructions that people were like, I could do this, right? But he's just faster. And now mm -hmm. it's like, well, no, we definitely can't do that. <laughs> like yeah. now now reconstructions are like things that need an explanation or like someone right. to Right. Walk you through it step by step. Yeah. So I, God, I. It's hard to say between those two. Like, the limit for three by three. I mean, we talked about this on the, a few podcasts prior, but I think it's a really good way to close out this podcast because obviously three by three is all the glory, the main event. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think? What do you guys think the limit of the three by three average or three by three single or who is it going to be? Yes. How much so, time? Um, before we like talk about that, were we gonna get to three blind at some point? Because that world record was also broken. Oh, three blind. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's an interesting question. The only thing that makes me think about three blind is that it's just a highly, highly right now. Like it's one of those things where it's like uh, the method is highly developed, right? Like everyone is using some variation of the same three style methods so there are there are definitely explorations into like other other like more advanced levels of three style like um i don't know if you know this guy abijit i i don't, I don't know his last yeah. name but oh yeah uh, i always post a five style log on facebook right 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 yeah <laughs> so i think he somewhat somewhat infamously has been learning five style it was like five style in five years or something you learn one alga day or something like that um <laughs> So that would be really interesting if he can actually get five style down, and maybe if he gets if he can implement that because I mean it just reduces your move count, right? And it reduces yeah. and it, if you can mem if you can memo it fast, it reduces your memo. Um, you can you can memorize faster, you can execute faster. It sounds like a win win for for uh, for any blind method. So, but I think blind well, has like a more of like a theoretical limit in that sense. Yeah, I mean I th I think that like top cubers are sort of like combining together like a mishmash of a lot of uh very specific alk sets like i know one of them is ltct for last target corner twist mm. and like there are all these things just to lower the owl count by one so like a scramble right. that normally take nine alks now take now takes eight but that will only happen for like maybe 20 percent of scrambles that can actually use this alk set so it's like you can't just learn one Alex set and hope it's gonna help you out. You need to learn the whole mishmash of them. Um, yeah, I think in yeah, terms yeah. of like a global average, like I think some people are tossing around like thirteen. Maybe that that's already like, Damn, maybe that's 13? like last year. Maybe like people have already lowered it even further than that. Yeah, I mean I don't know. The, the three blind is also really interesting because there's 
uh, like apart from every other event like all the blind events count memo right so we, we we can talk about algs all we want and tps but it's crucial like all that is useless if it takes you three minutes to memorize the cube so yeah that, actually that, yeah that's, that's i wonder really, that's really it's another very very really important yeah, yeah the mental yeah. is super super key for for all blind events and like uh tutorials give you so many tips and tricks on how to speed up your execution but almost no tips on how to speed up your memo because that's like a very personal kind of internal brain thing like everyone mm -hmm. speeds up their memo in a different way i think mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i mean I, I don't even know i don't know what people like tommy use but like i remember a big thing back in the day when when i when i was learning blind was like audio versus visual right and um, now there's probably some something else that like people people do or maybe just you just stuff everything into your short-term memory just turn it all into audio um, i think people still like do that. like audio edges like visual or concepts for corners interesting i don't really okay. know but like i i know what you mean though it's like the more advanced they get the more it makes sense to just stuff everything into audio right, right, See, right yeah I, i'm trying to remember so i'm trying to remember like the development of three blind i want to so like the question i'm thinking of like right now the single is 12 from tommy right um yeah it is like the question the big question is because it's so close to the barrier like is it subtenable i think and i could be Ooh. wrong here but i feel like maybe three or four years ago before covid19 hit didn't jake classen like have some crazy like sub 15 second solves which is like a long I, time oh, yeah. ago uh, that there sounds like, right times yeah. that are similar to the world record today no i feel like the times today are like I mean, especially like Tommy's 14 second mean, like I think they're kind of a new age of times. Like, I don't know if anyone is getting those times pre COVID, but Jay Klassen was like, I don't want to like say this with any authority because I'm not like a good blinder, but I remember he was getting like averages of 12 that were really fast, which is really impressive because in an ah. average of 12 for blind, you're only allotted one DNF. Mm. But yeah, I think mm. uh, maybe that's, that's what I remember. Cause I do remember that like, when because you know there, there was a lot of controversy and stuff that also happened but i remember during that era um i remember it being a cut above everyone else like a, it was like significantly better and back yeah. then oh, we, were, yeah. we were talking about like i think because i i think i remember the the max hillier wrs the, the 17 right and then i don't think the mean the wr mean was not sub 20 at that time that was ishan's Oh, Ishan, right. well, sub, he, Ishan, I don't think he got sub twenty mean. No, but he had, was... oh, he, he had the world record mean, right? He did. He did. Yeah. I, I was there for that, which was it was very funny to watch. Twenty two point six seven, I think. Okay, that that yeah. sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I guess either way, we could pivot to three by three like i know three blind is like i feel like none of us know quite enough to say true yeah that's also true i, I mean it'd I, be cool to see three blind sub 10 <laughs> wow i think for I, single, I think i think 10 is i think sub 10 single is very hard i don't know like yeah i, I think tommy I, yeah. I think i think the number of alex needs to reduce like significantly like i i don't know what is the average like the average uh, scramble how many hours does it take does like 10 know? 10 yeah hours. so i think that it needs to go down to eight eight or eight or lower 
Well, like, it's not like not Tommy possible. Terry. Like I, I think as of like a year ago, he had like a couple of sub tens, like a nine point seven two or something wow. three blind single. So like it's already happened unofficially. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. So it's just I guess like waiting for the right RNG with T Noodle to create a good scramble. That's all you need. <laughs> hey T Noodle, you can do it. You can do it, T Noodle. <laughs> I know. Like give me some soft edges and some soft corners, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I think I'm this starving. Is, so this is interesting, and I think this leads into the final segment of the podcast, or at least what, what we want to cover today is, well, A, 3x3, of course, but also, at some point, I think we should talk about how, at some point, we're going to develop our methods probably about as far as humanly possible, um, and then after that, everything is just going to be luck. Like, can we execute yeah. on the lucky scramble? And that's really interesting, because... What it feels like right now is like we're in an era where we are really, really rushing towards that. I, I think when I first started cubing, no one was ever thinking about this. And I think pre-COVID, it was not that big of a concern either. Like people were like maybe thinking about it, but it was not to the It didn't feel as palpable as it does now. Like well, three, like, three well, one three like, has I, really changed. I think a lot. Three three four seven changed a lot, and three one three has also like really changed a lot at least in my mind of where we are to the to the human limit well like the, the, if you remember like back in the day like maybe 10 years ago eight years ago seven years ago big pieces of advice in three by three <clears throat> was hey slow down your turning work yeah. on your look ahead yeah and right now if you want to be like someone in the, the top of the top of the game that advice truthfully like i mean you could do slow solves but clearly no one's trying to throttle their TPS at any juncture. Not anymore. You can yeah. make an argument back in the day when like people were having sevens, eights, and that was like, you know, in the top fifty, top twenty. Like, yeah, you probably the the hardware wouldn't even let you attempt to. Right, exactly. Exactly. So you might as well be more yeah. efficient, right? It's kinda like people are finally treating three by three like the Rubik's magic, except you have to look ahead everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not every the same solution every it's time. A, it's a TPS race. I mean, people tried Max's solution. Like, they tried to downsolve his solution. I, I don't think very many people were successful at, like, Even when they, they, they could predict the entire solve because they'd seen it before. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, that's, that's true. I think it's funny to, like, call it, like, Rubik's magic, but with look ahead. Rubik's magic, <laughs> but with look ahead. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Do you guys think, where, where do you guys think the single lies? So, like the so I think we discussed single this. single we'll ever get? Yeah. So I think we discussed this a little bit in the 313 episode. But it, let's say like if we use current methods, right? And let's say, I think we were talking about like CFOP. Let's say that a lucky scramble on CFOP is a 30 move solution. Because realistically, I don't know if we're ever going to get a 20 move CFOP solution. Like that, that's going to just be insane lucky. And I don't know if we can get to 15 TPS, but if you can get the 15 TPS on a 30, 30 move solution, we're looking at a two second single. Um, well, obviously, has anyone reached 15 TPS? Well, I guess exactly. they like, might in the future. I mean, I mean yeah, like, I maybe. think a T perm is 15 TPS. <laughs> right, right. But you have to sustain that 15 TPS while doing look ahead. Like right now at the moment, it seems insane. It seems not possible, right? But hardware, yeah. hardware could improve. Maybe there's, I don't know, better methods for look ahead. Maybe we'll just have a better method overall. Um, but I think one XX is probably outside the range of outside of the range of a human CFOP solver. As as it stands right I, now. I agree. I agree. I wasn't thinking of anything lower than like 
some type of two, some flavor of two. Yeah, I think I, I think, think low it's... two is probably about it. Is it probably about it? Low two. I think it'll probably be. Yeah, I think low two is a good bet. Do you know what? Uh, what is I WB think... by the way? I know that I know Patrick got a two at some point, right? I don't know. I oh well, yeah, I, two... I know Patrick has a two from like a long time ago. It's a low. But it's like a two. I know there's like a two point six by Ray Hong. But and I think Max, no, I think Max a got a two unofficial too, right? You got two nine or something. Yeah. Well, like, are you? Just, I guess you can assume that if they got it, like unofficially, then it's just a matter of time before the same luck rears its head in the competition. Right. So, like, this is something where, like, I think I watched Max Xiao have a really good solve. I think it was a four point five, something like that. Mm. And Max Xiao actually finished F two L at two point four. Okay, so, yeah, so that plus PLL skip. If you're telling me that it's beyond the, it's not beyond the realm of possibility that even Max Xiao can get a sub three, right? I, I think at that point, 2.5 is probably, I can't, I can't see it going any further. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't see anything beyond 2.5. The splits for 2.5 with a skip is ungodly. Like, it would just be absurd. Like, like I think we, I think I was joking about this in the last episode, but we have to be getting very close to zeroing. Like, is a triple X cross into a Ola skip too much to ask for? Like, is that even going to wow. be sub two point five? Like, can that be sub two point five? Is that executable? I don't know. I don't know. I think if anything, actually, you probably want the PLL skip, not the Ola skip, because PLL tends to be more moves. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, PLL. So PLL skip. I did. But I, say I mean, skip? Tri triple yeah. X cross could be maybe ten moves. 10 moves, three move insert into like, I don't know, soon or something. But see, if, see, even if you do that, that's that's also 20 moves. Well, triple X cross, I could think of a couple scenarios where triple X cross could just be presented by the scramble. You could even possibly make a triple X cross if there's just a line in your scramble, like if you're intelligent mm, enough. Maybe. Like there, there are ways to do it. Um, and right now we're, we're getting to that point where like I think everyone X crosses is like just part of the game, <laughs> you know, like it, it's really, really developed. And I don't know, it's you're, just you're, you're telling some... me Aaron was ahead of the game when he tried to do X cross on every single solve. Well, I mean, yeah, basically, but like <laughs> that's where you blur the line of what is CFOP. Like, I mean, is it right. still cross F2L? Right. But it's right. just it's just one step. Like you could even make it an algorithm. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not an algorithm. Yeah. But maybe no i mean you're not wrong maybe maybe there maybe there is like a algorithm that comes up with like you know like here here are like some cross cross f2l cases um some some x cross cases right i could i could see it but this is all talking about a single though like we're talking about a single like lucky fluke mm, yeah yeah and i guess it sounds like we're saying about 2.5 as like a ballpark for like the lowest we could ever possibly imagine um, but I think average is more interesting because you can't rely on luck for most of the solves. Sure. And True. so, like, what what the average is is kind of like maybe what the average, what that solver gets when they're kind of like truly in their zone, mm. without any that. like crazy luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's definitely an interesting discussion. I and I'm, I'm going to guess four twenty just because. Oh really? It. Really? That's, that's a good number. Yeah, yeah a, so I think I think three is possible. I think three. I think three. three average. I think at least high three, like three ninety, should be possible. I'm gonna make I a prediction. When, yeah. Like uh, Timon got the first sub five average, like four point eight six. 
Some people were saying, like, this is the last second drop of the average we'll ever see. Wow. But I guess nowadays people don't think that. Because, like, I guess Yi Hung Wong's uh, 4.69 is already a third the, a third the mm. way from 5 to 4. I think that the this would be really sad if it came to fruition. I think the last 3x3 world record average... It'll be 3.88. Well, why would that be sad? You'll never see it broken again. You really think 387 is not going to come along? Like, I'll die. Like, literally, before it gets broken. Maybe. Yeah, (laughs) maybe. Because 3.88. I mean, statistically, it might be impossible, right? Because, like, it might take, like, longer than the age of the universe or something for us to get, like, five scrambles that would be even theoretically good enough well yeah. triple so triple so if i say it like this triple x cross f12 four uh last layer and like what if they just know the alg oh you're saying to execute all of that there's, there's just an alg yeah it's the three well, by three gets wow basically that'd be, that'd be, that'd be insane that'd be a crazy crazy alg set can you imagine three by three being three look <laughs> well all right I mean, uh, I think a better, maybe an easier way to three look is, is like maybe double X cross and then do multi, not multi slotting, but like look ahead so that F two L three and four you know how to do it mm, in one mm. fell swoop. So, so F two L three four is an algorithm, basically. I think yeah, like if the two open maybe. pairs are like next to each other, then like a lot of people know kind of actually optimal yeah. solutions to like do both. That's a good point. Like, what if you just like developed a method where, what if you, what if you developed a method where like you always double X cross the left side, mm, and then you always maybe. you always have R U to finish slot three and four on the right side. Well, right. I, I feel you, like you, get, you make a subset for that. Yeah. Well, I, I think that like, oh wait, so what is happening? Um, I feel like. What's best for each scramble is not going to be as clean cut as that. Yeah, because, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what I'm just looking at is, is okay. Uh, I hope my audio isn't clipping. I think it's good. I think it's it's all fine. But I'm sure there'll be some cases where it's like smarter to solve the like diagonal pairs. Right. And like the fast cubers will know how to adapt from that. So it's, it's never like one one size fits right, all. Right. Right. Yeah. No. You're you're right. You're right. I think double X cross F two L three four as a one look is definitely possible and then last layer as your third look that would be scary <laughs> oh you're, you're saying one look because even one look last layer is an insane proposition i think at the moment yeah I or, think... or i guess like if people do eo or edge control frequently enough like people already do zbll and like right that that is way 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 more tenable yeah that's way a more lot tenable. of people know zbll actually which yeah, is very so, interesting i don't know like because there's so many algos you need to know for one look last layer that it's like if you can just slightly adjust your F2L solution to get EO done in there it's like yeah, you yeah, make yeah. you make a 15,000 alg set down to like 500 or something like that yeah I think you improve by a factor of 3 I think you eight. improve by a factor of 3 right hmm. because so the method oh, three, may, maybe so, so the method would be double X cross F2L 3 for edge orientation ZBLL I don't know. So F two L three F two L three four would be E O like plus I don't think, yeah. 
I don't think this is gonna work for every like solve. Like there will be like bad cases where people just say like you should solve it the normal yeah. F2L three and four separately way, like we used to do in the 2010s. <laughs> but like we are talking about the world record average where every solution's gonna have something nifty to it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We you know, it's bizarre that we're even talking about this. This is like where cubing is it's bizarre. Like, I mean, I think it's something that has to be, like, thought of now that, like, because something I think we mentioned in the other episode also is, like, there was that one Wired video, right, that was, like, there will never, ever be a solve under three seconds. But, oh, man, that, that, we're, no, that we're right window. up against like, that. That, that video is over. <laughs> like, we're, I know, we're right up against that video now. And, you know, they know. predicted that there was going to be it's nothing past that. But, exactly, but we're, we're going to get there sooner rather than later, and we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. So It's going to happen. Sub-3 is happening. And you know, an, an, another another thing that comes out of all of this is, sure, like the record might be broken, but it will take fifteen years, maybe. So what does the WCA do? Because like, the value of the world record is a it, it's so valuable, right? But the frequency at which it's broken is so low that we're not gonna. Right now, we have records that are broken maybe every couple months, right? Right now, we're in an amazing stretch of world records where four world records have been broken in the last two weeks, but that's not gonna continue forever. Like the right. world records are gonna stop unless we add like new events or something like that, which is a different matter. Well, I think there will be an age in which world records become rare sightings, like you know, Comet Halley's Comet or something. Right. But you know that that didn't stop like track and field from still being a sport that like millions of people. That's a good point. In. That's a good point. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows? It, it remains to be seen. I don't know if we will hit the human limit of cubing in our lifetimes. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but in any case, what what I think will be very interesting oh, is just to see right. how how this is going to develop in the future because it's very cool. Like we live in a very interesting era of cubing, in my opinion. You know, I used to think that yeah. like everything everything that was to be discovered has already been discovered. Well, I that's clearly just wrong. Like that that was extremely naive of me to think so. Um, and I think what's really cool is right now is a very, very interesting time also because we're in, right in the midst of a stretch of a bunch of high stakes competitions where we, where, you know, we might, that extra bit of pressure might drive someone to just pull off something absolutely insane. So who knows, maybe 313 will be broken sometime this summer. Okay, it could happen. I would not I be surprised. Know. I would not be maybe. surprised. Well, I don't know. I, I wouldn't I go that I far. Think, I would be surprised. I think 313 but... will be broken late this year 2023 wow that's a bold prediction i think so i think and i think max is gonna potentially be able to do it mm, interesting like i think he's just gonna i think max is gonna go back to back he's gonna be one of those world records like i don't think he's finished with 313 wow i don't know i feel like there's got to be a lot more solves between 313 <clears throat> and 347 before the world record goes down again so i'm gonna say i'm gonna put it at like at least a year from now at least a year but from now watching you get laughed at when it gets broken tomorrow yeah. We'll make another short. We'll make we'll make <laughs> yeah, another yeah. short about how we how we predicted the uh, the three by three world we'll, record. We all said different answers, so that means that we have three times the likelihood of like someone getting. That's it, true. Right? That's right. True. Yeah, that's hey, true. I'm just playing the odds. But in any case, I hope you yeah. all enjoyed this episode on the human limit. As you can tell, Carrie and I are also at our human limits because both of us are yawning, hoping we oh. need this podcast to end. So I didn't even notice I was yawning, but I yeah, maybe it happened. In any it's case, about that time. It, Guys, it's a, if you it's didn't know, it's 10 p.m. over here while we're recording. It's yeah. late. It's kind of late. Um, 
but yeah i hope i hope you enjoyed this interesting theoretical conversation and i i really like doing the cubing news maybe we'll include it in some other segments in the future as well but for now that's all we got from the over inspected folks here i hope you have a great rest of your day evening morning afternoon whatever i said it in the wrong order but peace out yeah good day, good don't afternoon, forget to operate at your human limit <laughs> <laughs>